Case study 0012, Planet Dune, with homie Jake Quickle. A mission to rescue a marooned base on a desert planet turns deadly when the crew find themselves hunted and attacked by the planet's apex predators, giant sandworms. All right. So Jake, how how are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, all right. How uh, how did this movie affect you? Um, it's so long, yet it's not very long. That's very true. It's about 124 minutes, I think, without mm. credits. And I was surprised uh, that I was like that. My attention span is usually better. It was like jumbo shrimp. You think? Yeah, it didn't make any sense that it shouldn't exist like that in time right, and space. Right, right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I have to admit something before we get started talking about this movie. Um, Go for it. I have a huge catalog of popular movies that I've never seen. Oh, okay. Uh, I've never seen Dune and okay. I've never seen uh, Blade Runner, which mm, Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, when I saw that Sean Young was on the poster, <laughs> I was like, wow, she was in the original Dune, too. That's crazy. And then I realized, no, it's just the two boy movies that I haven't seen. So, yeah, I mean, and she, I guess, might have might have counted as a sci-fi icon, but I, she got. I don't. I mean, I kind of know what happened to her. I don't know if you know, like, oh, the what story. happened? Did she go oh, crazy um, at some point? Uh, yes, she did. She campaigned so hard to be Catwoman. I think she low key stalked Tim Burton. Um, and I think that might have been what maybe put her career on ice for a little bit. Oh. But yeah, that's around the time of Batman Returns. Like, uh, I think that she sh like sort of maybe ambushes him. I'm sorry, I'm totally slandering her. I should have checked all this stuff out first. But my memory of it is that she kind of ambushes him on a late night talk show in a Catwoman getup. Oh, and it's just like too far, too oh, far. Honey, no. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Sean Young is, I guess, kind of. Yeah, sure. She's totally a sci fi icon. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Uh, and I thought she was awesome in this movie. Her hair, okay. makeup and wardrobe team did her absolutely no favors whatsoever. Not at all. <laughs> I loved how much she did not give a shit. She was just yeah. like, fuck you guys. This is my paycheck. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah, she 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 digs into it pretty hard. Yeah, she does. So, so knowing nothing about Dune, this mm -hmm. is going to be rough for you. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, here are my Dune credentials. I've seen the, the David Lynch Dune a bunch of times. Saw it in the theater. <laughs> then snuck in to see Karate Kid because it wasn't <laughs> super great. Right. Uh, I've read the beginning of Dune at least three times, uh, <laughs> but I've never finished the book. Uh, it's it's very descriptive. You probably and then could have finally, taken yeah. the second time, the the second and third time to go and finish the middle and then the end. They were decades apart. I think the first time I tried was around when the first movie came out, so I would have been ten, which is just completely over my head. Right. Although I know a lot of people read those kinds of books at that kind of age so but not you uh i mean i i read some of it <laughs> but uh not all and yeah and i saw the most recent movie so i kind of know dune my roommate is a dune head so i know dune pretty well all right well so we're we're, we're it's a nice it'll be a good like yeah. buddy cop vibe <laughs> <laughs> um my first thoughts okay wait first did they say what year it was 
at the beginning? I If they did, I, I missed didn't, it. I didn't. No. I, I'm pretty certain because I was like, oh, I should be reading these credits. <laughs> and um, I didn't see a year. So if they did, right. they, they my reading comprehension is eh. They mentioned that Rebecca's Rebecca was fifth generation Space Force. Yes, they did. Which means what, like a hundred years in the future? Is that probably too far? so? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, is and I guess just so you know, I'm just now picking up that this is like Space Force that we actually have. Yeah. So right, gotcha. Because it's the future is right now, Jake. Right. Because I was like, I did write Space Force down a bunch of times, and I just never made the. <laughs> I was like, boy, that's a pretty crappy name. You think they come up with a better? Anyway. But yeah, I just just tumbled onto the fact that this is actually supposed to be like yeah okay so yeah yeah probably a hundred years okay I guess let's go with that there's we're still having relatively hot conflicts with the Russians <laughs> for example <laughs> so how is like we don't even hate them that much right now well I guess yeah. a lot can happen in a hundred years though. yeah a lot can happen in a hundred years. <laughs> So my first thoughts to the opening shots were, oh, shit, this is going to be Tremors. I mean, mm-hmm. and I don't know if Dune is actually a Tremors thing, too, but I was excited for Tremors. Well, I felt like here's the thing. I was this movie mentions its relationship to the fact that it's a Dune ripoff about three times. OK. Total. How's that? Right. I don't. They say like. Oh, no, is it on the planet Dune? <laughs> I think a couple times, and then that's it. So they could have literally called this, like, let me tell you about sandworms, and had no connection to Dune, and I don't think anybody would have noticed. Right. To be completely honest. Like, that, because I was thinking about the fact that it's like, okay, but it's also kind of just Tremors. Right. So, yeah. They didn't mention. Dune doesn't own sandworms. Yeah, they didn't mention any spice. That. I, no. <laughs> everything was orange, though. So there's right. look. It, I feel like that's a color correction thing, and they could have just as easily made it blue green. Oh, yeah. And, you know, whichever. Because <laughs> it was probably shot, you know, in Death Valley if oh, they had the budget. Absolutely. They just put a filter over it in editing. There was nothing. Yeah. yeah. Unless they yeah. were actually on Mars or something, so, but I don't know. Right, right. The Russian guy's talking, and he has no subtitles. I was like, did they forget the subtitles? Am I meant to not understand? Like, Are they on that level? We hate them so much, we have erased their yeah. knowledge of yeah. their language. Yeah, it's weird. And I think they forgot. I'm pretty sure they just forgot. Maybe. Oops. <laughs> it is brand new, so they haven't had a chance it, to exactly. like, go back. Exactly. <laughs> There'll be a version 2.3 that'll drop with the Russian subtitle scene yeah. that uh, everybody wanted. All the, uh, what are the video games called? Oh, Reduxes, Remakes, whatever. Yeah, I want to say Graft, but that's not it. The, God damn it, when there's a mistake in a video game and they have to do an update. Oh, Patch. Yeah, Patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So that was a good joke that I made. Um <laughs> <laughs> Hot fix. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't. The beginning of this movie, I took very little notes, and I really didn't okay. understand what was going on because it was like they just threw me in there, and they were right. in space, and people are arguing and bickering, and it, it was irritating for me. And yeah, one of the like, I wrote down Sean Young's line that was like made me fucking love her and that was nobody cares I was like like, this is the space captain you all deserve (laughs) like I did not understand any of the the whole conflict they're like no don't rescue that guy you gotta you gotta make sure this ship is not uh, in trouble you're like what is she doing there's not like what are what are the values of the future that we're dealing with like I, I generally didn't understand well obviously Russia can fuck off so hard that's the Got main it. moral of this story yes. until the end. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. But then I was Team Astrid for a long time in this movie until I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Was that when she started to mention her great great grandmother still that she made moonshine out of every five minutes? I think it's when she just doesn't know how to handle people pressing her because she's been drinking. I'd be like, look, we're we're a garbage scow. I just got through an asteroid field. You're a criminal. I'm a criminal. She's a criminal. We're all criminals. I had a drink. Relax. Like, like literally I, less than a shot. So you can just shut the fuck yeah. up. After I landed the spaceship. So and she With doesn't even bring that anchor, up. Thank you. Yeah. Oh yeah. What do what do you think? We're just jumping all over the place. No, but it's fine. What do you think? What does a spaceship anchor weigh roughly? <laughs> If a spaceship weighs, I don't know, so, so, so much, then the anchor would also have to weigh that much. And also, it's just dragging through sand. It's not like it's picking up anything and making any sort of force. Like, that would, that's dry right. sand. Right. That's yeah, not no, soil. It's... No roots. Right. Anchor. Space anchor. Drop it. <laughs> right through the planet. <laughs> And then there's a super long scene where they meet the crew and it's like, here's my personality. I'm mm. the quirky lesbian, although it's never mentioned. I'm pretty sure. Oh, my God. This. <laughs> so, yes. Keep going. <laughs> then there's uh, I've been in my, the Space Force has been in my family for years and I don't like you because you been, did bad stuff and whatever. And then right. and then there's the dude who's just like, hey, what's up? And that was his Brad. personality. <laughs> hey, I'm Brad. <laughs> and Astrid Brad was cool. Off. Oh, yeah. He was great because yeah. nothing. Yeah. He was just there. Yeah. I Okay. So that sequence where there's on the ship and she's getting dressed down and sent to hard labor and then they meet the, the ragtag crew that they like. Ronnie is definitely really in to Astrid. Oh, like I'm for pretty sure. sure. Like there, there's heavy chemistry there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that section I I dubbed uh, Dollar Store Galactica because <laughs> it has, it looks like they're going for that that vibe, but they don't have. No. It's not. They don't have it. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, they go and they they're like walking through the space garage. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> are, we, are we about to talk about this, this, the fake out? Yeah. Where they're like, oh boy, is this my ship? And then someone else is like, nope, it's the one behind it. So this, <laughs> it's the exact same ship, only dirty. Except Aww. for we just let it fall into horrible disrepair for some reason. That ship, the I, the doors don't close. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're futuristic doors that close with mechanics and gears. But she still has to push it close <laughs> to get on the bridge. I'm like, I'm pretty sure spaceship doors have to close. I don't know a lot of things about spaceships. There were but also, one thing I know. <laughs> there are also a lot of wires hanging from the walls. I assume those were supposed yeah. to be inside the walls, but I don't know for right. sure. Yeah. And to be fair, I did just watch a Voyager where Captain Jadeway had to pry a door open, mm -hmm. but she also had to laser the lock unlocked so she could do that. So that was yeah. on purpose. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and this is a one-time thing. They're not like, "Here's your new, here's your new <laughs> ship. You're gonna go to space with." It's a piece of crap. It's probably gonna kill you. <laughs> Good luck in outer space. Here's your anchor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brad, I'll drop it for you. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Yep. Uh, the, before they take off, Mission Control, I don't know, is that Mission Control? I don't know. They're sure. like, uh, hey, you've got a huge asteroid field on the way there. Watch out for that. And they're like, cool, sure. And then they get to it and they're like, what the fuck? What's this asteroid field coming from? You were warned. You were fucking warned. You were warned. And you, the pilot is good old asteroid Astrid, so she flies right through it, as is her Turn off the safety features. I'm flying in. Also, they said skis so many times in this movie. They did. And I don't know why. I don't know if that's a thing. It just seemed weird to me. Like the... Yeah. It was at landing gear, 
Was it? I think that that was the the idea, but it, they didn't. It didn't look like any skis I'd ever seen. No, because they had an anchor when they dropped it. Because they had an anchor. They had an anchor, and so I think the idea was they drop the anchor and then they deploy the skis, and that's how they would land on like a water planet, right? But huh. there's no skis out, so it just skids on its bottom. And it's which, a desert. Uh, that's a check in the mail later. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to cash it. Check plot out point. Skis. Plot point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I expected this. This. I expected the uh, special effects to be way worse in this movie, and I was pleasantly yeah. surprised. I'm not saying they I were was perfect, a little. Yeah. But they were pretty good. Not impressed, but I wasn't like, oh, these are terrible. Right. Until they got inside the cave. And then I was like, that is the green screeniest green screen scene I've ever seen in my life. The My favorite that and I totally agree with you. It is it is like Hobbit on a budget where they're just like <laughs> huddling and then they just put up, you know, like a zoom background of some stalactites and stalagmites behind them. And they're like mocking, walking forward, but they're yeah. obviously... Run! <laughs> Not in place. Just... You have to go forward, you guys. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. But my favorite thing in that, I don't know if you caught it, because I almost did it, is that because they didn't have an actual physical space, space and they had to simulate that they're running, they made a miniature that looked not much like what they were in and then they just like moved the camera through it like they were running down a hallway I was like Wait, that are is you talking... are you I, didn't, I wasn't the... even mad at it are you talking about the POV shot or the one where they actually show them running no it's a POV shot of running and yeah it's, yes. it's definitely a miniature yes it looked like a, a virtual reality roller coaster yeah, ride Exactly. And I also nothing like where they were. <laughs> no. Also, it was square when they clearly kept showing it was round, which I was like, why are you in Worm's house? First of all, you know, Worm you're in Worm's there. house. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> I don't think you could get in here. These huge circular caves. Oh, it's because they're on rocks. It doesn't go through yeah. rocks. Until it does. Wrong. It does. <laughs> and then nobody dies. I felt that's the other thing that was really strange about this movie. Right. Super low body count. Wait. Yeah. Well, they had to kill the black woman because she's a black woman. I know. Right. I thought we were beyond that. I thought Asylum was beyond that because they usually yeah. give like the they Is either rank. give the higher ranks to people of color in Asylum. At least I've noticed okay. that lately that they started doing that. Right. And this right. one they're like, oh, we've done that enough. We can go back to the old stuff. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. she was she was maybe going to rip them off. So it's OK. Right. right. And, but the, also they sort of introduce like that turn. Right. Like they keep wanting to turn the movie into aliens. Yeah. Where they're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. they're there under uh, false pretenses. And it, here's the real plan. So they're like, this ship's worth this incredible amount of money for some reason, because it's not full of spice because there's no <laughs> spice mentioned. It's because it's made out of space metal. I don't know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Just the scrap alone is worth this. Okay. And Wouldn't. then they said that it was worth like a hundred billion, I think is what I yeah. wrote down. Right. Yeah. In a hundred years, do you think a hundred billion is a lot of money? Yeah, I feel like it's like a, like a pretty nice like 10K pay cut or paycheck. You know what I mean? Like right. it's not that much, right? I don't know. We we still have dollars in a hundred years from now in our right. weird global conflict, I guess. Why are we not post I, scarcity? Yeah. I mean, we are. If you're going to rip. Yeah. If they're going to rip off the Star Trek logo, which they do on their thing, but this, that's also Space Force, right? Again, yeah, it am is. I am I critiquing my own reality? Okay. <laughs> because they have the little Star Trek insignia okay yeah. but if they're gonna yeah then we should be heading at least towards post money yes this is ridiculous especially yeah. in the military well yeah because i was thinking about like how do we build all those enormous solar arrays that they show that are like oh no, that's a one-man operation oh it's because so, the russians did that and fuck the russians oh yeah they they kind of blow it yeah i get it <laughs> they um okay they keep um showing at the very beginning they show a volcano that's about to erupt mm. and then they show it inter intermittently across yeah. the board i'm like we we get it it's gonna it's gonna go that it's like put they 
this isn't tense enough. Let's put a clock on it. Yeah. Which is so it's so weird because there's already so much going on. And then if if I'm not mistaken, the volcano is a total red herring, right? No, it goes off at the end, but they escape fine. Like, right. It, yeah. <laughs> they weren't even like working on getting away from it. They, it was just like uh, a great coincidence that they actually right. were leaving at the exact same time. Also, to be fair, I also did always forget about the volcano when they were not showing it. So right. I guess or it like, makes sense. Exactly. Yeah, it's... Like I say, I feel like they just picked one too many devices. They didn't need it. Like they were right. They were fine with like, oh, my God, it's space worms or sandworms. Sorry. Sandworms that can smell your blood. <laughs> How did they come up with That's that? That's an incredible sense of smell. Like they yeah, found- and oh, oh, yeah. Also, they also can hear just like the Dune ones, too. Oh, <laughs> which they, they add after the fact that was like, well, pick also, one. Also, also. Yeah. No, they. They find the other team that they were trying to rescue at, well, all spaced out. But the woman, <laughs> Marilyn, she's she's given her all. And she is. I had so many issues with this scene and I don't know if we're even there yet, but I'm doing it. Um, yeah, it's fine. We're she, there. <laughs> yeah. She um, they know like they don't know what's going on. They don't know about these worms, but they do know that they can smell blood. They do oh. know that they eat iron. Yeah, you're talking about Marilyn's like exposition dump. Like, here's what we know so far right. to move the story along. Right, okay. right, right, right. I have I have a comment about that too. Go ahead. And that's also the second time that Astrid brings up that her great grandmother, <laughs> her great grandmother, which I feel is missing a whole lot of greats in there. If this is a hundred years in the future, right? Yeah. Her great grandmother uh, distilled moonshine in the Prohibition, which is like would have been like about 200 years in her right. time. Exactly. Yeah. So she's got some really good DNA. Yeah. There's a couple greats yeah. missing in there for sure. But yeah. Yeah. It, the heirloom moonshine is like <laughs> <laughs> one of the best little like story movers in there. Like, yes. And she offers it to Marilyn. She's got her flask, her antique flask. And Marilyn is also like inappropriately suspicious of the fact that she's drinking it. You're like, wait a minute, you're drinking yeah. that? Like, I don't think that's cool. You Can I hold on to that for you? You're like, we are probably going to die in the belly of a sandworm. Can I have a drink? Thank you. Why are you fucking judging me for my pull off of this flask? God. Just settle down. I'm going to get a little toasty. Maybe you could try to walk so we could get out of here instead of having this stupid crisis. What have you been saving it for four days? Okay, here's my point. My favorite part of that is she's like, there's four of them. And I'm like, how do you know there's four of them? Do they wear different hats? Do they have like a different personality trait? Like there's just you're going to be like, there's friggin worms everywhere. I don't know how many. Or do they all four of them stand up and like wave in a line? Like, how would you know? And then she's wrong because there's five. I did not clock any of that. I was like, yeah, four worms. Makes sense. Yeah. Sure, 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 I, sure. I was like, how would you know that there are four worms unless <laughs> that you saw four worms in your line of vision? They look pretty much like a worm. And, and they're, they're not they're like all the same size except for like Calico. Right. You know, it that was I thought that was super funny. Also, the fact that there was more than one of them was shocking, as if mm-hmm. just one of these, any animal could exist on a desert planet. Right, right. It exactly. It exists. Like, it's the local, uh, what do you call it, fauna, <laughs> you know? So, like, there's going to be probably, I don't know, thousands, maybe millions? At least two. At, just at least. Say it's an Adam and Eve yeah. situation. Right, exactly. At yeah. least. Right. These are the insomniac sandworms, by the way, because the other ones are all asleep. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) We thought they were asleep. They were in hibernation sequence. Are you talking about back on space unit where they're like, what are they doing awake? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're like, well, you know, a bears hibernate, but they still kind of sometimes might come out. And there's a volcano. So it's like got an alarm. Exactly. Exactly. My one note is great grandma was a moonshiner. We fucking get it. Yeah, she we, we 
So you have a complicated relationship with alcohol. We gotcha. <laughs> Did, can we talk for a second before we get too far about uh, Astrid's uh, regulation flight braids? That she has. Because that, that's like normal. You just, that's part of the gig. Like you have to do that if you're an e, space EMT yeah, pilot uh-huh, or whatever. You can't have um, your hair over both of your ears. So. Right. It can't <laughs> flop over your eye angularly and stylishly over both of eye, uh, both eyes. You have to pick one. I have a theory about this. I okay. think that the director was like, we're going to give you a really good, like edgy futuristic haircut Mm -hmm. that no one has right now where it's just shaved on one side of the head Mm -hmm. and she's like okay counterpoint one braid (laughs) exactly counterpoint i have a spiegel shoot on tuesday (laughs) so you can't do that so what about a braid i really i messed up pretty hard because i didn't check did you notice we didn't talk about the director's Oh, I never do. Okay, well, let's talk about uh, this. Is it's it's worth it's worth noting that it is a two director movie, which is usually <sighs> not a great not a sign. great sign, not a great sign. Yeah, so it's it's Glenn Campbell and Tammy Klein, and I didn't do my due diligence because I really wanted to see if Tammy Klein was Astrid. Oh, that's I, I felt like there was some kind of like homie hookup going on. Yeah, like someone was like, I want to write this movie. Yeah. Where um, I'm the hero, but also kind of rough and tumble. Exactly. And also my great grandmother, she's like a moonshiner. <laughs> Shout out Meemaw. <laughs> okay, so Tammy Klein is the AI voice. So she, she did get a role oh, okay. in, the, in the movie. But uh, it I believe Emily Killian is Astrid and Glenn Campbell the famous country singer is I know one. that felt like a pseudonym what that felt like somebody because it's spelled exactly right it's yeah. two ends I think so yeah, yeah so I I that felt like maybe somebody else directed this and was also really into Glenn Campbell <laughs> and it was like take my name off this thing put Glenn Campbell yeah, <laughs> what do you want us to put mind. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. <laughs> no, that's people will notice that. All right, Glenn Campbell. Merle Haggard. No. Yeah, Glenn Campbell. What's the ready for a football guy? That guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I really love the sandworms. Oh no, it wasn't a hundred billion dollars. It was three hundred billion. Right. Yeah, it was three. I I feel I'm embarrassed to know, say that I remember it was three hundred billion, and uh, was it? I don't remember her name. Rebecca. I was like Roxanne. Yeah, Rebecca's cut was a hundred million, and she was gonna give Ronnie twenty percent, so twenty mil, I suppose. That's so not and then important. Also, <laughs> they were gonna do it because <laughs> Ronnie is very thirsty. She is. I love her so much. Yeah. She, I saw, I looked up IMDb and she was also in Aquarium of the Dead, which I did uh, a couple months ago. And I don't remember her at all. That's, that's pretty funny. I actually thought she was relatively good. Her and Brad, oh, I thought I were like the Ronnie. two people. Yeah. I want to hang like out those with Ronnie. Super, okay. Yeah. She, she was, I saw her, she was doing good stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I want to see her do a real legitimate movie. Right. Not that Asylum's not. No, of course not. But you gotta, you gotta get gigs. That's how it is. Right. So right. No, there's no, no stain on your name being <laughs> in an asylum. It's cool. So the worm chases her into the ship. Right. What? I know. That was great. The aliens. Remember Aliens? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. movie's pretty much like Aliens, kind of. It was so great that that um, porthole into the ship was exactly the size of that worm. So right? it could go right in. Not right? like human size, but like good fat worm size. Thank exactly. God. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and then it got cooked. And then she, but my favorite is she sort of runs around the counter and then looks back. Like, is it, <laughs> did it follow me? literally around the corner yeah i think it probably did you might want to put some distance between you and that sandworm just saying but but why though yeah or, or why not just fry it which she did uh that brings up another thing i wanted to t- ask about yeah. do you think at this people at this point like there's 
there's a fetish essentially mm. for people that are like really into women in like fake <laughs> space fatigues with their boobs like kind of out. Oh, you mean where they undo the top and they're wearing a tank? Top yeah, and no they're bra. like, brum, brum, brum. like, is there is that like a thing? It's got to be a thing it's now. It's a trope. Be. It totally is because they're like, oh, I'm so hot, but yeah. I can't take off my whole jumpsuit. <laughs> but what about this strangely futuristic <laughs> tank top I'm wearing? That's very revealing. I forgot to wear my bra today because it's the future. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> like it is it comes up again and again and again every time every time okay both Marilyn and the guy that they save in the cave or whatever yeah <laughs> I love the magically broken leg <laughs> I love that cave so much <laughs> yeah they both have fucked up legs and I'm like these guys were like they had a conversation beforehand and they're like if anything happens pretend like you fucked up your leg so people will carry you mm -hmm. deal got it done i know i felt like they they also had like a bad guy turn coming yeah absolutely i thought I was that like, they were there's like there's something more to this behavior that like oh my leg oh somebody carry me across the sea yeah i'm gonna so we have to be back of the ship as soon as humanly possible let's draw this out with four meltdowns <laughs> The scene where they're all in the cave and they have to like jump over like a one foot crevice. Oh yeah. That that was that's where I thought Brad was gonna get it. I was like, oh, it's the first death. Okay, here we go. Sorry, Brad, I did like you, but you're out of here. No, he just jumps over, no yeah, problem. Yeah, because because that's the whole thing where they're like, they can't get through the rocks. Oh my god, they're getting through the rocks. <laughs> oh, but in that same cave, there was there's a hole they're going to go under or through right. Brad and the guy. And yeah. <laughs> That's the best. best. <laughs> Obviously not an entrance for a giant worm at all. What could have made that worm hole? Ancient, I mean, that hole. Ancient planet Dunians that needed a well, obviously. Right. And right. They, he's like, That's the worm's elevator, dummy. <laughs> they tie a rope around his waist, which is going to fucking hurt if you take that down a hole and then he's limping down not even he puts like one foot into this hole and they're mm -hmm. like oh no the worm's coming pull me up dude you've got one foot in there you're not even completely in that fucking well and it right. it takes him like a full minute to pull him out of it it's like um you could have just like uh yeah what pushed yourself out yeah I love that cave so much. Yeah, that that scene was amazing. And I did love that they also happened to luckily have a grappling hook that they can shoot up <laughs> and it will support roughly 400 pounds of human weight. That's really a good grappling hook. And then that he one arms it. <laughs> so he's got his own weight plus another human on him and he right, one right. arms it up. I'm like, okay, so you can uh -huh. you can lift 400 pounds with with one arm. That's pretty good, bro. He's in space stuff. He <laughs> he's trained in, for he's that. He's in space shape. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, why did just just both hands? Like, then I'd be like, okay, it's heavy, but he's trying hard. Maybe, maybe he took that anchor off the back of the ship, and that was the grappling hook. Maybe that was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looked identical. That could be. <laughs> that, <laughs> no, just God. those scenes are all ridiculous. I totally forgot about this part. They get off, or they get through that hole, and <laughs> he gets the grappling hook, and he like uh, rodeos it, whatever, and hooks the worm. And they right. both jump on the worm to travel to wherever. He's like, no, look, I can control it with this and book. And then all of a sudden it turns into a homoerotic telenovela. Yes. <laughs> We're like, absolutely the, did. the convict bad boy is like <laughs> on the worm. But the worm's just chilling. It's not moving yet. He's like, come on, get on. And the square, like engaged uh, hunky guy is like, I don't know if I'm ready to ride the worm with you and <laughs> grab out of your muscular sides while the wind whips from our hair. It, it was oh that was God. really funny. 
The veil. No, ride the worm with me. Just not even the veil, no. barely veiled. No, that was that was a thin veil. That was like three mm-hmm. strings, uh, slightly yeah. woven together. And no, man, they're just surfing worms. <laughs> just two bros surfing worms. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're surfing worms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was that scene with that dynamic was bizarre and great. <laughs> All my notes are like, I love Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie is kind of the best in the whole thing. Uh, and I, th- I do have to say, I started at one point writing Chekhov's volcano in my notes, mm-hmm. just to, uh-huh. just to see how many times I could write it, because it's right. not actually Chekhov's volcano if they keep showing it. But right, yeah. Still, it I using the word Chekhov makes me laugh. So screw I, yeah. you guys. <laughs> Yes, Ensign Chekhov's volcano. <laughs> I only know Star Treks and Star Warses. Okay, so we're back with Marilyn and Astrid, and Ugh. Astrid's Ugh. like, "What do you got in your backpack?" <laughs> she's got, she's got a fifth grade science lab. In Seriously, <laughs> I've got test tubes and petri dishes, and it's all like all, uh, a Bunsen burner, and and. Why do you have this? Why would you keep that stuff? Why is it like not in your lab? Like, or like, say you're out, and so your spaceship's been swallowed by a sandworm. A, a, you know, in theory, obviously right. it shows up later, but we do. That's another thing that movie does a lot, where it like really doesn't commit to like uh, actual events happening. <laughs> so we've seen the sandworm swallows the ship, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. like the be- the beginning of the movie? I think it like gobbles it all up. Like they're all like, whoa! And it cuts away or something. I think they I just the, insinuate it. Okay, so maybe they, maybe they don't totally commit to it, but my understanding was it was swallowed up. Anyway, but your ship is like gone and mm-hmm. you're stranded on this planet and you have all this like science crap in your bag and it's been like four days and you're hot and you're walking around trying to escape the four worms you keep seeing. Mm-hmm. And like, well, at what point you're just like, get this trash out of here. No, I'm going to need these carrying test this tubes. Junk yeah. Like you're, you're doomed at that point. You're thinking like, I'm going to try to survive as long as I can, I guess, if wow. you've got made it that far. But yes, make sure you keep all the weird science gear that you're probably not going to use. Right, right. I in also, your bag as a weight. <laughs> I, yes. I also have questions about why we're still using test tubes and Petri dishes 100 years in the future. Where are our tricorders? Where are our lasers? Built into our already existing smartphones. Yes. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, we still do it the analog with scraper. I mean, I guess at some point they'd still do some of that, but it just seems it's I know. absurd. It's, it's whatever, semantics, but still. At okay. what point did you figure out Sean Young was going to rescue I did not. I was hoping till the end she was be like, nobody cares. I don't care. Uh, okay. Yeah, but- I'm. <laughs> I I figured it out around when Rebecca says she's from the IM the IBC. I don't know what it is. She says <laughs> from. She, she mentions some the group. KGB T. I don't know. Right. It, they're probably Russian. Yeah, when she mentioned she's from some shadowy organization is when I was also like, "Uh oh, Sean Young's gonna save the day." I was like, (laughs) "I know how this movie ends," because she asked for a rescue ship, and the dude's like, "Nah, crew expendable." And I was like, "Okay, so we've got two aliens turns here, Uh and so that's gonna make oh man, what was her name? Cassie? What was Sean Young Commander? Oh yeah, it was Cassie. Was it okay? I think so. It was. It was something. Uh, let's let's find out definitively because it is really <laughs> funny that she accidentally keeps referring to her by that name. Yeah, yeah that that was. I don't want to say it bothered me because it didn't, but it was just like she's your like officer in. She, no, you would say captain or and what right. is a major higher than a captain? I have no idea. I'm legitimately I'm asking, but I didn't think chase, it was chase. chase. I need Chase. A ch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
I mean, I guess they sort of imply that they, this is like more Dollar Store Galactica. Like they ha- imply that they have the backstory the same way that Apollo and uh, Starbuck have that backstory from Flight School. Remember? Uh, I don't no, know if you've watched. Oh, uh, if you, I thought couldn't remember if you'd watched uh, BSG. But yeah, that's so they're just lifting a plot element and then like sort of you know changing it around a little bit. Thank you uh, for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, at what point does the worm fight the ship? Oh no, I know what it was. The one of the worms comes up and they're outside the ship, like having a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't really remember. Right. But he drops like this anchor arm on top of the worm's head and splats yes. it. And I was like, I am here for this. This is what I am here for. Yeah. It was great. But that is also he kills the fourth worm. That's the was fourth. Was that the worm. fourth one? Well, then I was they're counting. In the clear. I could tell. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I thought. I was like, okay, we're good. <laughs> End of movie. Obviously, there's a couple more worms, and that's fine. But I don't think you should put a number on it for the audience to count. Because I was like, number four, we're done. Get off the planet. Save the three hundred billion dollar bounty ship. We're all good. Last week, I watched Dead Seven. Do you know uh-huh. anything about it? No. It's a. Bunch Is it like of- Ocean's Eleven but zombies? It's like a Magnificent Seven, but with zombies, and okay. three different boy bands are the actors. Oh wow! Yeah, it was a sci-fi movie, and obviously Asylum. And yes. um, they, why did I bring that up? Oh, because there's they did it in chapters. I love it when the movie is a chapter. Oh yeah, and one of the makes chapters- you feel smart, like you're reading a book. <laughs> yes, I love to feel smart. And they, um, one of the chapters was named the Seven. They, I think they showed four people, and I don't yeah. think there was ever seven Guys, people. <laughs> if you're if you're using a number, you gotta you gotta live up to that number. I'm sorry, I don't. That's like a rule. That's a pretty basic rule yeah that's not even like a you know movie snob thing mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. like that's come like on, man we're paying attention kind of the, enjoy these 12 donuts <laughs> and you get like four you're like wait hey man what are you doing i love sean young so much i wrote i can't tell if she doesn't give a fuck or if she's an awesome actor i think it's a little I think, both yeah probably both <laughs> for sure anyway astrid goes and she gives Marilyn her oxygen thing and she's like what about you I mean it's just a face mask like she legitimately just places it on her face there's no reason they couldn't share there's no Mm -hmm. reason anyone had to sacrifice their oxygen also like they do say earlier in the movie that there's more oxygen on the ship so Astrid like I know you're a real good pilot and stuff and you want to be like the best space EMT, mm-hmm. but I think your preparation could use some work. You might yeah. want to like remember to grab the extra oxygen packs yeah. before you blow up the spaceship. Just saying. Didn't they also say, hey, we should grab the extra oxygen? And she's like, fuck that. Let's go. And he's like, no, that's a bad idea. We should keep just the meager <laughs> oxygen we have and walk miles from our spaceship. My bag is full of moonshine. I don't have time for this. <laughs> Why is your bag full of moonshine? Do you not have quarters that a bed you can hide that under no i'm because it's like if if you're carrying your moonshine over oxygen like let's talk about this as like a substance abuse type of thing sure. like, i feel like maybe you're choosing moonshine over oxygen if that's the case and and that's that's uh that's a pretty con- you're yeah. you're under some control i think you should leave the uh the moonshine under your bed you're choosing death bed. is what you're doing yeah yeah I mean, they i don't know if they even showed the flask but i imagined it was just like a giant ziploc bag right <laughs> yeah i thought it was like a like peewee soccer like mini gatorade keg the little spout that she brings out yeah exactly. that's that's what i was picturing like a little plastic keg full of 300 year old moonshine or whatever that's Probably. somehow miraculously still exists and hasn't been evaporated so so long ago (laughs) but yeah that's that's the motivation for her to like that's her big like she goes for it scene she just to to the upper balcony she's playing to the upper balcony what is going on in that scene where she's yelling at the camera and just having a meltdown and and you're like but 
we know Sean Young's on the way already. We already saw her in the spaceship. So mm -hmm. we know. So it's like it just doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't like work for like, oh, wow, she's really losing it because it's like you're fine. Everything Chase fine. is going to do it. Yeah. OK, so, so Marilyn and Astrid are running up to the survivors or uh, walking, limping, whatever. Yeah, right. And they see another beautiful green screen scene because those, the extra people, they see them coming and her, Marilyn's fiance is like, hey, it's them. Yeah. And it's Harley. There. He's he's my favorite one. That's <laughs> Harley and, and Marilyn really make out pretty good in this movie. To, I, I I don't know what happened off camera. Maybe they had a really rough time of it. Yeah. But <laughs> mostly they drag them down, slow them up, and yep. then get exactly what they want. Yep. So good for them. Yeah, they're gonna have a nice wedding. Yeah. My ties on the beach or moonshine on a sand dune. Oh, moonshine. It's it's an antique moonshine. Obviously, we're gonna do that one. Right. So they they they, uh, they take off in their spaceship or whatever. Yes. What I didn't mention before is Marilyn previously we saw her test tubes and she needed those test tubes so they could make right. Molotov cocktails. Right. Yeah, I know. Right. That is the With, only reason. And moonshine. Um, yeah. So thank you for bringing that all together, um, story writers. <sighs> okay. So, and then they ch they take off in their spaceship. They, Worm comes and grabs the spaceship. Which right? is like the fourth time this has happened now? Yeah. Like, it's at least the second where they're yeah. like, those ships need anti-worm, <laughs> you know, defenses because, like, it ha it's like it just grabs the foot of the spaceship and then the spaceship is fucked. So you're like, well, that's uh, how they what are you going to do? Don't they have energy shields or something? Something? A little gun? And Astrid's like, hold on, I got this. She gets one of her Molotov right. cocktails. Yes. Let me ask real quick, what happens to, to Chase? Because she all of a sudden she's like, no! And then she falls and I was like, what did I, I didn't back it up and I probably should have, but I didn't understand. Yeah. But I understood that she had to be out of the picture. First, for the first, moment. Astrid yeah. goes and throws a Molotov cocktail in the worm's mouth and says, bon appetit. And then... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's another one of my favorite parts because the, she throws it into the worm's mouth, but the ship is being held in place by the worm's yeah, mouth. Uh -huh. So yeah. this is what I was talking about earlier where I feel like they, they kind of like to have it yeah. both ways. So you get like a real nice shot of the worm's mouth. But if the uh -huh. worm let the ship yeah. go and uh -huh. is now yeah. facing like what Chase says, like, if it lets me go, I'm taking <laughs> off. <laughs> So, like, what happened to that play? Because that's a really good play. Right. I feel like that was an ad lib <laughs> by like, Sean Young. What the fuck is going on with this script? This is dumb. <laughs> we go if we can. That's how this whole thing works. But, yeah, so all of a sudden it because a big smile, toothy smile. And, yeah, Bon Appetit is her smile, you son of a bitch yeah, line. Exactly. Exactly. She was yeah. pushing so hard for that. She she overplayed yeah. her hand on that one. And then um, yeah. so what happens next is something falls on Sean Young's head. I don't know what it is. Okay. So I didn't. There was a fall. Yeah. There was a and thing. It knocks yeah, her the over her compartment. Completely the fuck out. She's yes. Yeah, she's totally fucking out. Um, I like to call that scene uh, "Live, Mommy, Live," <laughs> where she gives her CPR, chest compressions. Uh. Again, I'm not a space EMT, but I don't. I am not entirely sure compressions are what you. Do for someone with a head injury. I could be wrong. Well, to be fair, she did say she's not breathing. So basically, okay. she that that head injury killed if, her. 
Yeah, I was just saying, if somebody had a head injury and they're not breathing, I'm like, yeah, I think they're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was a, that was not unfortunately that was not a, a revive the lung situation. No, yeah. live, mommy, live <laughs> does not work in those cases. And now the volcano erupts. Oh, and she wakes up. Sure, her, she survives. Blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, she's blah, like, blah. I'm yeah, good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Here's some inspirational uh, uh, motivation for you for the next. I don't know what we got 90 seconds on this thing whatever uh uh, crazy i don't remember the volcano eruption at all but i wrote down that it was crazy so i guess it was crazy i feel like i don't remember it either so i think i was like oh yeah there's that volcano to happening kind of thing Mm, anyway yeah and that's all i have that was the end of the movie as far as i'm concerned i feel like well the best part is that they get their own in a, oh, a really ambitious end. That's right. The crew stays together and they turn into mm. a uh, it, the space EMTs that they always uh-huh, wanted to yeah. be. So they, they're all the rescue crew, the survivors, yeah. which I felt like was, you know, ambitious uh, sequel well, building, essentially. That, that made me feel like this whole movie was a feature length pilot to a, right. a bad TV show. Like one of those ones on Saturday afternoon, Definitely. like Xena or Definitely. something. Definitely. I, I felt like it was exactly at that mm-hmm. level that they could I actually think like I can think of a couple scenes. Most of them involve Astrid where they could have just chopped him out and it would have been probably 45 minutes and would have made like an OK Outer Limits episode or right. something. You're like, Bleh. Kind of a Tremors Dune ripoff, but it was all right. <laughs> but then they couldn't call it Astrid twenty five twenty five or <laughs> exactly. That was a Cleopatra twenty five twenty five joke, everybody. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was a show that existed for ten episodes, maybe. And I'm not it even was sure. the best. But it's definitely on that yes. level. Like I think it's that's it could have been, and it would have been okay. I would watch the shit so out I, of that I, show. Basically, yeah, yeah. I don't. I. There's the sequel's probably not going to happen though, probably right. No, I. Th- do they do sequels? Oh, I, the only sequels I've seen are for Sharknado, I think. Okay, yeah, because I I like this crew. I think they should do more. Yes. Brad, Brad and Ronnie and Astrid. I'm telling you. Who else is in the crew? Oh yeah, Chase is in the crew too. Oh. She's like, I don't want to be a captain anymore. Yes. You know. But she's not going to do a show. It wouldn't work out. What are you? It's going to be too many chiefs. Like Astrid is supposed to be our, you know, our our captain. She could be. So she's going to constantly be fighting with her mom, <laughs> like her mom slash former yes. girlfriend. Yes, it could. It would be like Charlie Angel. She would be Charlie, and we would just hear a voice every episode. Okay, okay, and that'd be pretty easy gig for Sean Young. She could just like do it from her right. closet or whatever however they do and it once a week she just like days. says into a microphone nobody cares and she's done <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect uh you know i think like they could totally i, I don't want to dwell on this but i do they could totally mm-hmm. make this a show if they can make z nation a show oh yeah make right astrid twenty five twenty five happen and 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 basically, I have a concept for it: space bringing out the dead. <laughs> Did you see that that the the Scorsese movie with Nicolas Cage, where he's like a messed up ENT? Oh, just that, but in space. Yes, with Astrid and the gang. I want that. So they're that. just like f- fucked up space ambulance drivers. <laughs> I think it would be a good show. I think that I think would, would be, be amazing, really and we need to get working yeah. on that. Right. Right. Now. I mean, I'm not. I don't work for free. Who said free? Asylum, hit me up. We What we do is we make the novelization and sell it on Amazon first. Right. Okay. That's a good, that's a I good plot. I say this every fucking episode. I like that way. Because we always you do. Okay. <laughs> a much better story to tell uh, thinking about it for all of 45 minutes. Absolutely. Roughly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Jake, do you have another better name for this movie? Well, I had... Two, I said the first one was, uh, let me tell you about sandworms. <laughs> and then the other one was the trouble with sandworms. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. The tr- that's, what it, that's right. I had this whole theory that they could have just like, there were about like probably maybe 20 effect shots in this movie and that they did two versions, one with a sandworm and one with some other space uh. monster. And they shot this and they were just like, yeah, we're going with the Dune cut because they only say Dune like three times, but they could 
easily not. So they just changed the color correction to like blue right. or purple or something right. else. And then the, the the effect shots, they just swap out, you know, another monster. So I think it was like the trouble with space monsters or something <laughs> like that was my other title. It, if they decided not to lean into the dooniness of it. That, yeah, but that's yeah. good. That's re- I appreciate that. So I had to. Yeah. Do you have a favorite line from this movie? I let's see. Hi, I'm Ronnie. <laughs> uh, wow. That, yeah, I love that. That's perfect. Yeah, she just she had that. It was uh, it was that was a loaded line. <laughs> There's a lot in that line. I could tell. Yep. Was, she did her homework. Good. Yep. Okay, so my movie title would have been Bickering the Movie because they <laughs> fucking bicker so fucking much it was irritating. A lot. They could have cut yeah. out half that bickering. Not even the scenes, just half the fucking bickering because it was like, yep. you're not solving anything and you're just going back and forth and shut up. I don't care. And it made me mistrust Rebecca specifically. Re- Is it Rebecca? I keep getting no, it wrong. I think it's Rebecca. Yes, Maybe, Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah, Rebecca, like, I, she talked so much and said so uh-huh. much in a couple scenes. I was like, she's going to double cross them. Yeah. I thought that was the whole turn. Like, that's what they set up. I was like, pretty sure she's going to rip them off. Or, right. Oh, I got to go go outside and fix the, the thing. It's right in the blaster, <laughs> the, the thruster. You have to put your head right in there. Like, I I thought that was coming. That, but yeah, that too much. They if they cut out half of the weird arguing, the, I'm telling you, it'd be 45 right. minutes. Exactly, long. that's what I was gonna say. They needed it to pad out the movie. It's absolutely yeah. padding. I mean, even the even the Molotov cocktail scene uh. is padding. They're like, we're there, but hold on, let's throw this at that, and then it gets it, and then they it comes back like it's. Or there's a line. Sorry, to, sorry to go back no. to this, but there's a line where she's like. It didn't even work. And I'm like, what do you mean? You blew up the ship. The thing's dead. Like, what do you mean? So I feel like did they do another shot where it was still like, whoa. Right. That was very or, confusing. Oh, I forgot about that. I yeah. did it not work because it looked like it worked. Yeah. It looks it, your ship's busted, but the thing's dead, though, too. So it did kind of work. And yeah, my favorite line was obviously no one cares. No. Oh, it's so good. I love her so much. <laughs> yeah, it makes it's it's a pretty it's a pretty quintessential line, honestly. And she she hits it pretty yeah, hard. Yeah, she does. Oh, I just wish they had better makeup artists and it's the hair the wardrobe. I want to I want to yeah. see her in that fucking jumpsuit undone to the waist in a tank top. That's what I want to see. <laughs> right? Yeah, what the heck? That's the vibe. They they messed it up. Okay. Maybe they, I don't know what happened. I would love to know how they got, how she's in this movie. Maybe she's been working for years and I'm just not aware. Yeah, I have no idea. But I feel like I have not heard her name in a super long time. I don't know. Jake? Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to promote? Uh, Yeah, uh, you can catch, we're still doing new episodes of Date with the Bake. It's the Great British Break Off uh, podcast that I do with my friends uh, Kimberly and Katie uh, of the da- of Date with the Dateline. Uh, so that's their spinoff show and my main show where those go up, uh, you know, weekly whenever we can get them Dang. up. <laughs> no schedule. But uh, yeah, Break Off still got a few more episodes this season. So watch and it on uh, Netflix and then listen along. Right surprise of all surprises so i guess i know what i'm doing next year hopefully i still have yet to watch an episode so now i have to you do obligated (laughs) jake i am so sorry and i'm not because this movie was kind of fun right it was kind of a mess i loved it i i actually my one last takeaway is it's kind of a low-key feminist masterpiece (laughs) because it's all women in key roles All like right. brad does a little something but otherwise it's even the shitty it's ones the ladies women. space ladies yep actually i mean aside from the major all the shitty ones were women uh-huh like the men in this movie aside from the major they were like the uh the damsels in distress and like they were yeah like the russian needed <laughs> yes. rescuing so astrid's got it see i think like 
So there's definitely something to be said for that. Uh, And a surprise that I saw it in this movie that I wasn't expecting really anything from. And another reason why Sean Young was amazing in this movie. End of sentence. I hope this is the beginning of of a renewed career. And also, hopefully, they pick up this show that we're about to put together (laughs) for them. Boy, I sure hope this this overselling of Sean Young really works out for her. <laughs> I'm sure it does. Uh, we, you know, our broadcast is is our reach is pretty yeah, wide. Exactly. So, you know, <laughs> we got to be careful with it. But I think Sean Young deserves it. She deserves she does. a, a, you know, but more work. With a great podcast comes great responsibility. So it's true. Okay, Jake, I will talk to you later. Thank you, everybody, guests, for listening. It's been fun or whatever. I don't know. Bye, Jake. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week on the Asylum Case Studies. Special thanks to this week's guest, podcast professional and homie, Jake Quickle, and to a very handsome Andy Slater, engineer and mixer extraordinaire. Make sure to visit our website at asylumpod.com where you can find my link tree, which will lead you to any and everywhere you need to be regarding this podcast. While you're at it, if you found mild enjoyment in the show, I'd appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help me out too. Unless you're going to be a dick, then no thank you. I'm Tressa Slater, and until next week, no one cares.